Hey, I'm Dr. Britt, and I spend the majority of my time loving on people and helping them become the best versions of themselves. Think about me as your best friend with a PhD. It's really the best of both worlds, advice with truth, backed by research, and a whole lot of love sprinkled in. We chat about the stuff that can be hard to talk about, relationships, femininity, sex, self-esteem, health, motherhood, and mindset. My heart in this podcast is to give you a space to listen to topics that matter to you, to help you know what to do about it, and to let you know that you're not alone, no matter what physical or emotional state you showed up to or hang out today. So grab a chair, your coffee, a snuggly blanket, whatever makes you feel most at home with a friend, and get ready to go on a journey together. Hey, best friend, this is our podcast. Hey, best friend, how you doing? I hope that you had some amazing holidays, Um, because if you're hearing this, I took a little bit of time off. It was the end of the semester and life was nuts and it was Christmas time and I was just taking care of myself. In fact, today I actually spent most of the day when my child was napping or I could get her to paint with me. I spent most of the day painting. If you're actually seeing a video of this, I have paint all in my hair. It's on my clothes and my skin. And I had a grand old time just painting away. It's one of the things that I do to take care of myself. And it's also a way that I have a boundary, a boundary over my time, not being plugged into technology, not doing, you know, all of these things that I feel like um, beckon for our time in today's world, even, even, uh, as much, there we go. My brain is now connecting. My husband will say like, I'm, I'm going to protect this time for you to paint, which he's also setting a boundary for me. So I'm alluding to what we're going to talk today. You know, if the title of the podcast didn't give it away today, and we're going to talk about boundaries and y'all, Love them, hate them, doesn't matter. You have to have them in order to function well and to not feel like a doormat to the people in your life. Um, we really, we really do need to have them everywhere. Uh, boundaries are really healthy. Uh, they protect what's inside. It's not just about. Um, keeping things out, but they protect what's inside. When what's inside has to do with your peace, what's inside has to do uh, with joy, with calm, with excitement, with the ability to have presence, those sorts of things. Um, We need them with school, with family, with relationships, with technology, with work, whatever it is. We need to have boundaries in every area of our life. And I was, again, uh, alluding to something where I don't know if you've ever seen a high game fence. I I come from a family of hunters and high game fences are kind of like me, you know, to people that 
like, yeah, we're going to go out and find the thing, rather whatever the thing is, we're going to go out and find it rather than it, it being encased in, in an area. And what a hiking fence does is, yeah, it protects things from coming inside. But what is inside the high game fence is so valuable that the owner of the land wants to make sure that what is so valuable doesn't get out. And again, I think about that like your peace. I think about that like your joy, that we want to protect that. We want to keep that inside. And honestly, in order for us to be able to do that, by the way, you have to have boundaries. And friend, you're going to hear me say that to you a lot because I think it's easy to forget. Uh, it's easy to push aside. And so you need to have boundaries. I need to have boundaries. We all need them. So as I'm talking, I've, I'm kind of imagining that you're probably thinking right now about where you do have boundaries and maybe some of those places that you wish you did. And I don't know about you, but I think boundaries can be really hard. Um, just taking a deep sigh because they can be really hard. I, I know for me personally, it can be hard to set boundaries because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Maybe, maybe you... Um, don't want to deal with pain or discomfort in your own self. So it's easier, it's easier than like having it internally. There we go. It's easier having it internally than dealing with their pain or discomfort. Maybe you have absolutely zero stinking clue how to set a boundary. Maybe confrontation as scary AF. And that's a PhD word for you right there. AF. Maybe, maybe confrontation is so scary. Maybe you think things like, what if they get mad? What if they leave me or abandon me? Or worse, what if I lose their love? Isn't that interesting even to think about that by having a boundary, you could lose love? Maybe you just lack some self-confidence in order to set boundaries or Maybe you got in trouble when you were a kid and you went to assert boundaries. Maybe something bad might happen, like you lose your job. I, I, I told this story a couple podcasts ago. I can't remember exactly which one, but I dealt with some sexual harassment in the workplace. And it was hard for me to have a boundary because I like felt bad for him. I didn't want him to lose his job. And so it was hard for me to assert my own boundary because of like my caring for him, which seems like my older, much older adult self feels like, oh my word. I mean, I almost have, yeah, I almost have two decades on that version of me. And this version of me is like, oh baby, like, it would have been fine. And girl, like you gotta, you gotta do the thing and like tap on the bottom and go on with your bad self. But I'm going to teach you how to do it today. We're, we're going to, we're going to talk about it in a minute, but if what I said, 
you know, some of the things that I mentioned, all some of those maybes. If that, if one of those things hit home for you, then this next segment is definitely for you because likely you have sacrificed something authentic for you, whatever it is, you have sacrificed something authentic for you in order to maintain some sort of love, connection, job, whatever it is. You're like feeling like your own internal peace. But anybody that I know that sacrifices their boundaries on a regular basis lacks internal peace. It just um, is the easier thing to deal with than dealing with the emotions of others. So they take it inward. And by the way, a lot of these people also have um, like chronic anxiety or maybe they feel really low or even sometimes like chronic body pains because they're just squishing so much inside kind of in order to survive and I really want to get your brain thinking about how boundaries are such a positive that they truly protect what's inside so let's get going with how to set boundaries So first of all, you need to make a list of what works for you, both positive and negative, and what doesn't work for you. You want to be really, really specific with behaviors and emotions. What works, what doesn't work. And you want to identify your values. And when you know your values, and your deep desires, then it also helps you guide these things. Um, And talking about values is a conversation for another day, but your values can help set your, set your boundaries. Um, One of, one of my values, one of my personal values, it's not in my top ones, but one of my personal ones is peace. I really value peace. And so I have a little person and I don't let my little person talk to me in a rude way because it interrupts the peace of our home and also my heart. And it it really disrupts her own internal peace. So things like that, my values guide behaviors. So if you're thinking about this right now, and as long as you're not driving, and if you are driving, come back and listen to this part later. Cool. So have you make a list, make a three column list. On the left side, you have positive non-negotiable. On the right side, you have negative non-negotiable. And in the middle, what you would like that is negotiable. For example, if if this if you're making a boundaries list for relationships, on the on the left side, the positive side, ladies, you might say, hmm, uh, must open my door. Um, must have a job he's passionate about. Must have a lot of fun. On the on the excuse me on the right side that has the negative non-negotiables. You might have like poor hygiene, might be a negative non-negotiable. Um, maybe you have different. Maybe you have different religious preferences. Um, maybe you. It's like a. You're like no long distance. Maybe that's a negative non-negotiable. Then some of the things in the middle, 
that are like would like to have and are negotiable, you know, but not like a huge deal. Or like maybe if you like to dance, that would that wouldn't like make or break it for you. That's not a boundary, but it is something that you would like. Those sorts of things. So you just want to have this three column list. Then you have to deal with yourself ahead of time. So if, if you're going to have this discussion, I'm like, I'm walking you through this. You have to deal with your, your baggage, your emotions ahead of time. And you need to handle the obvious, which is pick a good time for this conversation. Don't, um, don't just decide to have it whenever it's convenient for you uh, because you may not be received in the way that you want to be received. If somebody's in the middle of something, if they've just traveled all day, those sorts of things, make sure it is a good time. I know that some of you listening to this, like you decide that you're going to do something and then like you're going to have the conversation right this second. But by the way, that is the pushing of of a boundary onto somebody else where you have to do it right now where it really might not be a good a good time and so even creating boundaries involves modeling what good boundaries look like you also really need to know what you intend to get out of this conversation what do you want what do you want i have i just had the notebook replaying in my mind right now what do you want what do you want? Anyways, so I want you to really think about what you want out of this conversation. And by the way, if if you know what some of the objections to the conversation might be up front, you're going to go ahead and start with those. You really do this with positive language, positive suggestions. The more that you know them, the easier it is to do this. Like, Hey, I know that you might think that this is really silly, but like it's really important to me and, and I know that you really care about me and so you're really starting to handle some of these objections ahead of time. So what you need to do and this like I'm really going to walk you through the steps right now. So I've kind of been setting you up for the steps. These are the steps now. So the first one is to set an intention or get agreement. So you're gonna say something like, I wanna have, have a talk with you about things that are going great and things that we can agree on. Or I want to talk about boundaries. You're just setting them up for what you're going to talk about. Hey, I wanna to talk to you about this thing. And one of the things that you always wanna be doing is making sure that you're in rapport with the other person that you're making sure that you see their body language and they're not just completely disconnected from you. So the next thing that you want to do, which is something that I mentioned, is you want to handle objections ahead of time. This is what we call pre-framing. So you're going to get agreement that they heard you and acknowledge it. For example, this conversation is going to be about... Um, how you interact with me at work and I want to avoid it it being about what I say. I want to avoid it being about um, what I wear or how I carry myself. 
I, this conversation is going to be about your behaviors to, towards me. I want to avoid it being about how I dress or my clothes or something like that. I'm just thinking about younger Brittany and how I could have approached this guy. Uh, you want to give a positive, so any tangible positives about that person uh, that are there. And for the record, this guy, I, you know, wasn't all bad. So I could have come up with some tangible positives. Then number four is you want to explain the violation, whatever the cross boundary is, and that this is the first time that you're setting the boundary. So you're going to explain how to win. So when you interact with me in the future, I want you to, like, it's fine to, to say hi, but our, our conversation isn't going to go further than that. And you get agreement by saying things like, do you agree with that? Then number six, you want to give the consequence. So you do it in, in a positive way. So if you do this, I will blank. And by the way, you have to be willing to act on it. You can't just say something that's an empty threat. One, people learn that they can't trust your word. And two, you're, you're telling your unconscious mind that you're not trustworthy. And that is the last thing that we want to do is communicate to our unconscious mind that we're not trustworthy. I want my unconscious mind. I want me to trust me. I have to keep my promises to myself. It is like the worst, honestly, when I think about with my child and I have really learned to be careful what I threaten. I have really learned to be careful where I set a boundary because I really have to think through do I want to enforce this? Because I need my daughter to trust my word. And if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. So then finally, you just wrap up the conversation with them with a thank you and a positive. Thank you for hearing me out. I appreciate you. I'm really believing that, you know, we're not going to have this issue anymore, whatever it is. So you just have to, you have to take the steps to walk it out. So I'm hoping right now, even as you're listening to me, that you're recognizing that this probably isn't as hard as you've made it out to be. You might even need to write it out. You might even need to write out what you're going to say or your bullet points, but you really want to focus on um, what you can control because we can't control the behaviors of others. We can set a boundary and then we decide what we're going to do if that boundary is crossed. And this again happens in all areas of life. We have boundaries in all areas of life, all areas, even like within marriage, there's boundaries in certain areas of the marriage to protect the marriage, to protect the the people in the relationship, like it's a boundary in our house that um, we use kind words, that we're not calling each other names or being mean or like even yelling at each other. That's a boundary in our home because it removes peace. It cultivates something that we don't want in our home. So this is just me encouraging you that you can do, you can have this conversation, you can 
do it. Friend, you can do it. And so I'm reminding you right now that you can do it. And I just want you to like, now that I've given you the steps, so just close your eyes and really imagine. Can you see yourself setting these boundaries? You can do it. You can set them. You know, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes routine. Practice makes habit. That honestly, I think with boundaries, you have to do it afraid. Boundaries can be really scary if you've never done them before. Confrontation can be scary. And if you will commit to yourself to do it afraid, what you are committing is, I am so important. I matter. My peace matters. My joy matters. These things in my life matter. So, best friend, I know you can do it. By the way, you can do it. I'm just over here reminding you that you can do it. It's, it, I don't know that it's ever easy, at least not for me. Sometimes I think I'm married to a man that like, you know, likes confrontation sometimes, but not with me. It comes out at other people, but it is, it has been hard for me because I do, I want to be liked. That's, I'm just being real. Like I want to be liked and I want you to be happy with me or, and I definitely don't want to hurt your feelings and at the cost of my own. So I am encouraging you, best friend, don't sacrifice yourself. You, you being a martyr is not a healthy thing. So I want you to just imagine you, just close your eyes just for a second. I want you to imagine that you've made this list, that you're seeing it in front of you, that you have your negotiables, both positive, but you have your negotiables and you have your non-negotiables, both positive and negative. And you're looking at the list and you've really thought it out. You've thought about what you want to say. You've thought about how it's going to look. See yourself getting agreement. See yourself pre-framing and handling objections ahead of time. That you've already even set the intention of this is what we're going to talk about. Like imagine it. Your brain doesn't know the difference between fantasy and real life. That's like awesome and terrifying all at the same time. And so imagine it. See yourself getting in connection, getting in rapport with this other person, having this conversation, setting it up. This is what you're going to talk about. That you know them. So you've handled the objections ahead of time and you've give, given tangible positives that you've seen or about the relationship. And then like see yourself explaining the boundary that they've crossed. See yourself doing it and explaining how you're going to win in relationship, that, that you're getting their agreement with that. See yourself giving the consequence. This is what I will do if... You don't hold to this. This is what I will do. And see them violating it. Now, we're not putting that out in the universe, but you need to know that you can do it. See them violating it after you finish the conversation. And then see yourself following through. That's one. That's like, this is like a choose your own adventure book. That's one. Then come back to you gave them the consequence. You wrapped up with a thank you and a positive. 
And then they didn't. And then after you've had this conversation in your mind and it went well, there's a bug on my nose right now. And it went well. See yourself high-fiving you. See yourself high-fiving you because you're awesome. By the way, whenever I do anything awesome, I jump high-five myself because I'm that awesome. I need to jump with my high-five. All right, friend. You can do this. I know that you are capable. Hear me telling you that you're capable. If you have the ears to listen, you have a mouth to speak, you have a brain that functions, you can do this. No matter how scary it is, no matter how incapable you have felt, you can do it. So as per our usual, because if you were with me, I'd ask you questions. Where do you need to have boundaries that you haven't? What are your non-negotiables, both positive and negative, And your negotiables, what are those? When would right now be the time to do it afraid? When would right now be the time to do it afraid? And then what do you need to say to yourself to encourage you to do it? What kind of pep talk do you need to give you? Give you that pep talk. Write it out. Best friend, It was so wonderful to be with you today. I am honored and grateful that you have hopped into the podcast today to listen to me, to hang out with me, to be friends with me. I think you're awesome and you're so capable and you can do hard things. That's what I know. You can do hard things. So until the next time that we hang out, you can do hard things. And by the way, please, please, please come find me on Instagram. Come find me on Facebook. Do something. Go to my website. If you followed the boundaries uh, steps and you you did it, I want to know. I want to high five you too. So tell me, tell me that you did it. Anyways, until next time, later best friend. Dr. Britt here. And I'm just wanting to remind you That if you want to hang out with me a little bit more, come find me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, you can actually watch these podcasts on YouTube. You know, if if you like want to see my face as I'm talking to you, like we're actually hanging out. Also, you can check me out on my website for coaching details. And something that's really exciting is that January 9th, I am launching a women's coaching, group coaching course, and it's going to be entitled Reclaiming You, Taking Back the Best Parts of Your Womanhood. So if you want to get on this email list to get all of the details for when it launches, how to join all of those things, make sure you head to my website and it will be under resources and you can fill out a link to get more information. Again, best friend, I look forward to hanging out with you more.